You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Okay guys, it's time for you to figure out this ordering thing. Either your dentist has not delegated that to you or you already have the task and it's overwhelming. Check out Zen Supplies. They are the next generation of ordering dental supplies in an online platform. It literally is almost like having an Amazon account for your dental office. They are helping DAs save their dentist money and get their time back. All the time that you spend looking up products, trying to figure out how much stuff you have, how your budget is going to be allocated, literally it's all in one place. So if your dentist is getting ready to delegate to you and say, you know what, I want you to take this ball and help us with our ordering so that we can get our costs down, make sure that we have the proper supplies and we're not over ordering or under ordering, but just being held accountable and, and giving you the, this master tool that's truly gonna help get you rockstar status. So go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. All right, rockstars, it's just me, Rhonda, flying solo today, but I really wanna cover a subject that I think is something we've all had experienced with at least once, if not more, in our career field. And I'm going to title it, It Sucks to Be a Newbie. And the reason this subject is top of my mind right now is because we just hired a a beautiful dental assistant who um, has been dental assisting for over 30 years, but is new to our office. And it kind of brought back all of these feelings anytime I got um, hired at a new office, like, the struggles and uh, I figured you know why not talk about them and see if there's some solutions so solutions and maybe even um, some ways to cope with being the newbie okay first thing is your place so anytime you start in a new practice find out where everything is even if you don't know what it is look at it I I really think this is one of the things that helped me incorporate into each practice I've traveled to. You know, since I was a military wife, we traveled a lot. I worked in a lot of different offices. So by doing that, I want you to open up every cabinet, (laughs) you know, and sterilization and storage and the op. Just look around. You may not remember exactly where you saw the thing you saw, but it at least will help get you situational awareness of your new surroundings. I think that's one of the first steps is just be curious, you know, because as you start to go chairside more, say you're shadowing someone, at least when they say, oh, can you grab the shim stock? And you'll know, oh, I might have seen it here. Or can you grab the alginate? Oh, I know where that is. Like just having situational awareness as to where things are located gives you a sense of security. And that's the easiest thing that you can do first, right, is is having that because you guys know how stressful it is. When you start a new practice, there's new team members, there's new dentists to get used to, different personalities, maybe even a different schedule. But knowing where everything is, or at least trying to get your bearings, I think is super helpful. Trick number two, get to know the team. Ask open-ended questions. 
you know, people are going to open up to you and feel way more comfortable with you when you are inquisitive, you know, are you married? Do you have kids? You know, as long as it feels comfortable to ask these questions, what's your favorite procedure if you're talking to the doctor? Um, you know, what's your hobby? Just open up the lines of communication because that is the hardest part when it comes to meshing personalities is getting to know each other so that you're comfortable in that work environment. Like I said, you don't have to go too deep and make it feel inappropriate, but just get to know each other. And, and if they have questions about you, share. Because at the end of the day, your work family, you know, to some extent doesn't need to know your entire life story, but the little details that make it comfortable for you to open up those lines of communication, I think are really important. Okay, so this isn't technically tip number three, but it's one of the biggest tips. Always avoid saying, we didn't do it that way at my old office. You guys, I promise you nothing good comes from it. Just understand that the new office that you work for, the new dentist that you work for, they may not do things the same way as your last dentist. You don't have to go out of your way to highlight that. Just say, okay, well, I've never done it that way. I'm eager to learn. So I just, I think this is a really good tip for anybody who is tempted to say we didn't do it that way at my old office. It, it's not helpful. And I don't think the dentist really liked it when they feel compared to another dentist. So that's not a tip, but that's good words of wisdom from an old lady. All right, tip number three. I want to make sure that you get your hands wet. I know how easy it is to feel intimidated by the new practice, the new doctor, maybe the new assistant you're working with. I need you to jump in head first. That is the only way to do it. If you can't, like let's say you work for a new doctor who insists that you shadow, right? Totally cool. But just jump in there. Don't hang on the sidelines. Whatever they are able to let you do chairside, do it. You need to get that muscle memory. You need to feel comfortable passing instruments with the new doctor. You need to get rid of that because I tell you what, it'll eat you up if you sit on the sidelines for two, three weeks, however long they have you doing it, and don't ask for more. Um, a lot of dentists are totally cool with that. They want you to get autopilot with them sooner than later. However, there are some dentists that, you know, are stuck in their ways. They like how easy it is with the other assistant. You know, they don't even have to use words anymore. They communicate with eyeballs and, you know, breathing patterns. Who knows? And, and they don't like the change because it's a struggle because they have to teach and they want to focus on their craft. However, you know, as much as you can get your fingers wet, you should do it. Um, and just jump in, you know, when you know you can do something, even if it's halfway the way they do it, try because it's going to make you more efficient, more confident, and a lot easier to incorporate yourself in the new practice. Tip number four. This one's, uh, it's, it's a little tricky, but what I want you to do is to make yourself available. So if you have, you know, the first two weeks, that's really the one that's going to make the impression that sticks. So if you have kids, make sure you have a stable source of transfer of the children so that you don't have to leave early or come in late. Um, if you have drama at home, just leave it at the door, you guys. They're not ready. They're not invested in you as a human being yet because they don't know you. So just... I don't want to tell you not to say stuff because I, I don't think that's healthy, but 
I do want you to make sure that what you share about yourself is appropriate and that you take all the necessary precautions to put your best foot forward. So I know life happens, but those first two weeks are really crucial in developing these relationships that you hope to have for a long time. All right, and my last tip for today, tip number five, if you can't do it, be honest. Tell your dentist or dental assistant that you're working with that I can't do that or I haven't done that. Because what happens if you are an overachiever and you really want to um, feel like you're an asset, a valuable team player, being honest with your weaknesses is one of the most important things. Because I tell you from experience, what will happen is mm, you think you can do it um, and you think you can do it the right way. And then you tell the new dentist that I got this and then you do it wrong and that makes them doubt what you say. So just FYI, if you maybe know a little bit about it, but you don't know exactly how to do it, um, be honest. You know, show what your limitations are, what your strengths, what your weaknesses are, because I think it's super important so that your, you know, hopefully your boss for a long time doesn't start to doubt you right away. So let's say your dentist says, can you scan this implant abutment so I can design and mill? And you say, absolutely but yet you don't have a scan body knowledge. Like you didn't, you just go to scan like a regular crown and bridge and you didn't realize that there's other steps to it. Um, little tiny things like that um, can really compound on a new relationship. So know your strengths, know your weaknesses. If it's something you've never done before, I truly, truly understand you want to be a go-getter and look like a rock star, but if you don't know how to do it the right way or you, you have some doubt, just have that little filter on so that you don't disappoint your new team. All right, rock stars, those are my top five tips for being a newbie because being a newbie sucks. If you guys have any, <laughs> any more feedback as far as like things that you have experienced being a newbie and things that worked and didn't work for you, shoot them our way because we'd love to share them. At the end of the day, we've all been new somewhere, no matter how long we've been dental assisting. And I think it's really important to always remember what that that first, I guess, three months, three months to six months felt like so that if you do get a new dental assistant at your practice, you can sympathize and empathize with them because you don't forget how hard it is when you've started a new practice and, and how inadequate you feel and, and how stressful it is because it, it really is and, and that's just going to help you be a better communicator when you have a new dental assistant coming on board or if you decide to change practices and you go to a new office it's it's very humbling uh but it's you know it's very great <laughs> you know i being a military wife moving around uh, you know every three years i had to go to a new practice um there was a couple times where i got to transfer back to the same office but um, it made me grow. You know, I got to see how different dentists do things, what different materials are out there, like what I did and didn't like about patient care and certain, you know, aspects of it. So I, I think there's, there's a silver lining. There's a good and bad to everything, but regardless, being a newbie sucks and you're not alone. If you're doing it again, reach out to others. If you are working with a newbie, sympathize, empathize, and be kind, but keep on suctioning.